Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Yes, we're about to talk all things New South Wales harness racing here on On The Pace for the next 10 minutes or so as we build up continually towards the Inter-Dominion which gets underway next Saturday night. So we're about 10 days out from ID21 launching off and one venue that we'll be seeing the Inter-Dominion go to this year is Bathurst. That's our card of racing tonight. Ten races. The first gets underway at 6.10. So we're a fortnight out from the Inter-Dominion coming to Bathurst and we'll discuss that very, very shortly. But just to look back on yesterday's results, Menangle, the wins were fairly evenly spread around, but congratulations to Ashley DeLosa who drove her first win, uh, drove her first winner. So not bad to kick things off at headquarters. She was able to be successful there. And then at Young last night, Jackson Painting certainly had a good night at the office with a treble. We've already got a trial session underway at Menangle as we speak, an important trial session as well. Several key players when it comes to feature races upcoming stepping out, including Expensive Ego, Ultra Orlando, Spirit of St. Louis and King of Swing, who all uh, have already trialled in the last half an hour or so. They're trialled up over the 2,300 metres in 154 and 7 Expensive Ego was able to take that trial out, defeating Ultra Orlando, Spirit of St. Louis only, half heads and necks away, and King of Swing basically untested in behind them. So the four, I guess, key chances when it comes to the Inter-Dominion for the Belinda McCarthy stable have had their final public hit out ahead of next Saturday night when they will line up in the Inter-Dominion. And also the second trial, a newcomer by the name of Sugar Apple for Jason Grimson, a two-year-old colt by Sweet Lou, very well related. Uh, he is a half to American dealer. Uh, he took out the second of those trials in 54 flat. So a few key trialers still to come, but that's a bit of a wrap up on what's unfolding at Menangle at the moment. ID 21 rankings, the final rankings will be released today. So they were due to be released on Friday, but they've been brought forward to today and final acceptances will take place on Friday. So we'll get a really clear picture on who will fit into this year's Inter Dominion and then maybe a few omissions to come out over the next few days. We'll have a solid base of knowledge when it comes to those heats next Saturday night come Friday. The fields will be released on Monday. Let's discuss Bathurst this evening. We've got four heats of the Soldiers Saddle tonight as well as a few heats of the New South Wales Breeders Challenge Regional Series. So a busy night. Ten races are first at six, ten and Mitch Turnbull has a really strong book of drives as is so often the case on a Wednesday at Bathurst and he's been kind and enough to join us this morning on On The Pace to discuss them. Good morning, Mitch. How are you going? Yeah. I think we've got Mitch there. Mitch, have you got us? Yeah, can you hear me? Yep, got you loud and clear now. How are you going? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thank you. Thanks for joining us this morning. We'll discuss your drives tonight uh, at Bathurst shortly, but we were just discussing briefly the Inter-Dominion coming to Bathurst. And as a proud local, no doubt you're super excited for that. Does the family have some Inter-Dominion chances? Will we see you having a steer in this year's series? Yeah, well, um, I know Amanda's got Ella's image and we've got Atomic Red and Firestorm Red. So hopefully, maybe at this stage, Firestorm Red might be find his way into a heat. He's racing really well, so... Hopefully I'd be get the steer on him would be my chance in it. 
Excellent stuff. Well, we'll know more today when the final rankings are released and then ahead to Friday when final acceptances come through. A busy night tonight, so let's get stuck into discussing your drives, the first of which is in the opener, which is a Heat of the Soldier's Saddle, which is a series that is always really uh, well desired by all in the region. Prince Parker is your steer here. He seems to be a horse that's got plenty of ability but he's had plenty of trials of late also so is he just a, a bit of a quirky type is he taking a while to get 100 percent right yeah well um when his behavior's on he goes really well like last week he went really well and run second from full fence but a few weeks before he caused a race for just by playing up at the start of the race so he got a few trials from that so when his behavior's right he should be right to go and as he's gotten along each hobble up, his maturity is good, so hopefully tonight he should do a good job. He's had three runs back from a, a fairly decent spell also. So fitness-wise, are we expecting that he's nearly back to his peak from that perspective? Yeah, I think so. Like, um, his last run, I thought I was really stoked with it. And hopefully tonight, if he can just ease back at the start and have a bit of luck in the run and get him chasing down the straight and hope he picks the line up again, hopefully he should go pretty good. All right, that's race number one, horse number eight, Prince Parker. A little break then ahead of race number four. And St. Emilian is a horse that I would assume the stable has uh, big thoughts of when it comes to his juvenile campaigns because he's raced in so many of the, the big races, but he's hasn't been seen for 12 months. So obviously something went a little bit amiss there, but at least he's back at, at the track. Yeah, he's back going now. He had a few minor injuries, but he just had a lengthy spell because he had a pretty big two-year-old career and early three-year-old career and he had a good good spell and he's had some good trials against the free-for-all company here so hopefully tonight he'll be able to just hopefully have a bit of luck early and um, he, wherever he sits he should be in a good fight down the straight but I hope. He's had those two trials that you mentioned and they were in consecutive weeks. You weren't aboard last time but uh, I guess your thoughts out of those trials, is he where you like him to be without obviously being able to have that race run under his belt? Yeah, I thought both his trials were really good because they were, he was really in against the free-for-alls like he, one of them was Firestorm Ready went with and um, he was only maybe one or two lengths away from him so I'm hoping tonight if he's in his grade a bit more he should be able to put in a good fight and I think his fitness is is about without a race it's nearly 100% so I'm hoping that he can put in a good fight tonight Are there any targets for St Emilian coming up or was it just a case of getting him back to the races and this race fit his program? Yeah, no targets at the moment maybe around Christmas time there might be some races for him but in the next few weeks it'll just be normal racing for him Okay, that's race four, number two, St. Emilian. Great to see him back in action. We move over to race number six, and Karamar Time's Up is your drive here for Nathan. Haven't driven this one in a little while now, and on her recent form, she's a little bit up and down, and it's a bit of a tricky gait as well. Can you give her any chance? Yeah, well, um, every time she gets down and grade a bit, she usually picks up the checks and, and races well, and last time I'd driven her, she was down in grade, and she hit the line really well to run second, so... I'm hoping tonight if she can just come across and slot in and follow him around. I've, I've got a bit of respect for her, so I'm hoping that she can pick up a healthy check. I know there's two good horses in it, but the rest of the field is about her grade, so if she has a bit of luck, hopefully she'll, she'll go well.
All right, that's race number six. And then we move to these Breeders' Challenge Regional Series heats where your dad strongly represented here with several runners and you've got a few drives as well. The Rainbow Beach goes around in the first of them. It looks as though St. Baron is certainly the one to beat, but on paper it looks as though you're going to get a really nice run. Yeah, that's right. Hopefully you can get a good fence run and hopefully it'll be pretty honest up front, which will suit my bloke. And he really loves Bathurst and and he can put in a good mile rate himself. So I'm hoping with a bit of luck and good behaviour, he, he should be up there for a good fight for the for the uh, win or place. In, in terms of his season, he's had a he's had a busy season. This is his 20th start so far as a two-year-old, but he seems to still be improving that little bit. His last start effort was excellent. Yeah, that's right. Well, when he was earlier on in the season, he just kept meeting really good horses and especially going for... Um, like the British Challenge he played up, but even the Gold Crown or APG, he just met tough company, but now he's maturing and once he gets to the front and relaxes, he can put in a good good last half after that. So hopefully tonight he'll be able to put in a good fight. Race number eight, Baxter Red is your steer here in the second of the Colts and Geldings division. Not a great draw on paper, but this is on paper seemingly a fairly even race and the small field, I guess, somewhat mitigates the wide draw. Yeah, that's right. There's not many in it, so hopefully I'll be able to give him a reasonably good trip, but sometimes in them small fields, things can go against you, but if he has a bit of luck, I reckon you, you should put in a good fight down the straight. Burns got a few in it, which might be trouble, but and the one will probably lead, but he likes to chase him, so if he's chasing down the straight and picks him up on the line, I'll be happy. He was beaten as a short price favourite at West Wyalong last time out. Can we blame the track for that one? Oh, he had it. He weren't pretty good that day because the headwind down the back straight was so strong. When you just straighten it, it just pulled you up, and he was free wide going through that, and then the one that beat him sort of just got cover from me and then pulled out and out sprinted me a bit too quick and even when the other one went past me he picked up and fought again and come back and only got beat by a small margin so I was pretty happy with him that day it was just a victim of circumstances and your final drive tonight race number nine in the two-year-old fillies division Steph is your steer here and in terms of her runs throughout the breeders challenge main series and then the true blue she just could not buy a barrier draw at all. And just specifically that a two-year-old Phillies Group 1 final, I thought that she was excellent. Yeah, I've been really proud of her through the British Challenge because, like you say, about three weeks in a row she drew coming out of the 10 barrier, which is just quite hard. And it's hard to put her in a race properly like that. And even if you go off at times, like she still had super strong times, even though she was finishing out the back. So hopefully tonight she can just be put in the race a bit better and even Mark Hewitt's got a short price favourite, but hopefully she should put in pretty well against it. Her work's just improving throughout them big races too, so hopefully tonight she should go pretty well. And often it's a case of when these two-year-olds or younger horses head to Menangle and have that hard racing under their belt. They do really appreciate getting back to the smaller circuits. What's she done? It's only sort of been 10 days or so since that true blue final. Has she been kept up to the mark or is she a filly that doesn't take a great deal of work? Uh, she's from each um, hobble up in between them runs and since then have been stronger and stronger and she looks a million bucks and she's big 
she's actually nearly fat, you could say, big, fat and round. And so she's healthy as anything and, and as strong as anything at home. So that's why I'm just hoping tonight she can have a bit of luck and put in a good fight. It doesn't seem like the racing's hurting her by the sounds of that. Then a really good book of drives tonight. If we were to ask you for your best, which way would you be leaning? Probably Baxter Red because all of them have got their good chance. Some awkward draws, but he's just got a small field and hopefully if things go his way, then he should put in a good go down, down the line. Excellent stuff. All right, well, that's race number eight, horse number six, Baxter Red, 9.40. Local time is the start for that one. Appreciate your time this morning, Mitch. Best of luck tonight and uh, looking forward to hopefully seeing you fly the flag for Bathurst in the Inters this year. Thanks a lot, Brittany. Mitch Shamble there this morning. Appreciate all of our guests' time, but no doubt a busy morning in the Turnbull stables today getting ready for Bathurst tonight. And he's given us a really good insight into several of his key chances. So race number eight looks to be his best chance on tonight's card in Baxter Red. But those Breeders' Challenge Regional Series heats will certainly be interesting when it comes to those smaller fields. Baxter Red's currently the $1.90 favourite, so he's been well found also in what is that eighth event on the card, final leg of the quaddy as well. So maybe we can stand him out there. We'll discuss all things into Dominion again tomorrow morning on On The Pace, as well as Tamworth and Penrith, which will be our cards of racing tomorrow, Thursday. We'll catch you then here on Sky Sports Radio, 10.30 for On The Pace.